Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Potter Time. Ryan Lindley here with Eric Myers, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Some of it's on the field, some of it's off the field. But let's start with a positive thing. We're going to get into this more in our next episode. But junior high baseball ends the season 17 and 0. 100. So we got to call that game on Saturday up in the press box, which is pretty awesome out at Westwood Park, taking on a really good Washington Central team. Uh, probably the best pitching the Potters have faced all season, wouldn't you yeah, say? Absolutely. I mean, kids comes in throwing gas, great battery, pitcher catcher, not a lot else getting by. Potters are tested throughout the yeah. game. Back and forth game, 3-0 here, 3-3, 8-3. Uh, Potters come through finally in the bottom of the sixth there and really get to 13. But even in the top of the seventh, they come all the way back. You know, the winning runs on first base and bring in uh, Seaman to close it down and finally gets a strikeout to end the game. Potters went 13-12 in your 2020 IESA Regional Champions. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, Seaman comes in and closes it out. We have Cameron Crawford with a big home run, a bunch of other hits. Andrew Brooks was in there with a big hit. Drake Paul had an amazing day. I mean, obviously, as high school coaches, it's got to be exciting to know we're going to get to see these kids in a few years. Dude, it's going to be amazing for us. Uh, our program is looking really good throughout the time for that eighth grade, the seventh grade class. You know, only had one loss on the season below that. You know, our freshman and sophomore teams this year are looking really good. Yeah. So we've been having some fall practices with that too. So putting all the pieces together, Potter's baseball is going to be good for a significant amount of time. The other thing talking about Saturday's game is those little things. That sometimes don't really make it to the highlight reel that, you know, sometimes coaches are thinking in the back of their head, wow, that was pretty awesome. And one thing that we talked about a lot was some of those quality at bats. Yes, Kind of late in the game where they have some pitching changes. And do you want to give us yeah. a little rundown of what you thought there? Yeah, you know, one of the things I thought was the key point of the game, actually, weird as it seems, is an inning where the Potters went one, two, three, but all three hitters had really quality at-bats. Owen Adams stood out to me. He didn't get a hit, but he had like a 14-pitch at-bat. It got, it got Washington's starter past, I think it was past like the 75 or 80 pitch mark, basically past the point where he could stay in the game. Mm -hmm. And then the Potters were able to score 10, 10 of their 13 runs off the Trojan bullpen. I mean, I think that you see it right there. 100%. And all three batters right there had the exact same concept. Just mm -hmm. foul them off, foul them off, foul them off. And, you know, like we said, you know, Owen is playing up that day. Really good job. Did what he needed to do. The other thing about Owen is after Cameron Crawford hit that home run, infield's playing back. Washington spirits are kind of deflated, yeah. I would say. Just lays out a bunk. I mean, they were not ready for it. Just a smart piece of baseball right there to take advantage of a bad situation. And it helped the Potters just cushion that lead, which was a good thing in the next inning. Absolutely. When you when you realize you go, they went into the seventh up 13 to eight, Washington, I mean, credit Washington, right? They didn't give up. Made it 13 to 12 before, like we said, Seaman came in and gets the strikeout to end it of the number four hitter. So it was drama all the way. Yeah, and they were a tremendous team throughout. You know, they didn't make mistakes, no errors, great defense, really good pitching. Uh, throughout. It took a little bit Potters to get warmed up, but uh, when it finally did happen, it was good and a great way to end the season. Another undefeated season, the third one in Morton Junior High School history, which is positive. Yeah. So be looking for maybe a little bit more there. Me and Coach Lindley are kind of up to something here, and we're going to hope that it might play out for you. Yeah, absolutely. A chance to talk to those guys. Hopefully we'll get a chance to do that coming up here. But 17-0, obviously excellent season. There's that little part of me, and I think of Coach Myers, and especially probably Coach Crawford and the team, that goes, man, that 17-0 after regional, what would it have been after sectional? What would it have been after state? But ultimately, they're going to hang a banner on the wall at the Morton Junior High School, the new, the brand new gym, by the way, once that gets finished. But banners going on the wall. They have a banner for undefeated teams, and these guys earned it. Yeah, and hopefully we get to play in there in January. Cross our fingers because we need some sports for sure. So also moving on this weekend, we have a lot of Mid-Atlantic Conference kind of stuff happening for tennis and golf. So our boys and girls are actually out of school today uh, to go to the Mid-Atlantic Conference meet for golf, which is going to be pretty exciting. Hopefully yeah. we do pretty well there. I know we had some up and downs for our boys golf team, kind of a rebuild year after losing 
you know, a really talented senior in Connor Vickery to Grand Canyon University. But Bailey Stroud's playing well. Uh, Calvin Meyer, some other individuals are playing fairly good. Hopefully, we can keep it through. I was talking to a girls golfer, Reagan Breaker, yesterday, and she's excited about going to play golf in a big tournament. She says she plays better the more pressure that's on. I like so. that. And, and Coach Hurst said, speaking of girls golf, Coach Hurst said that he really thinks this is the most talented team he's had since he took over as the girls coach. So, I mean, obviously, we'll see it today as they head to the Middle Illini Conference Tournament. So maybe that's an episode for next week. Yeah. Let's see how the conference tournaments goes. Get Coach King, Coach Hurst in here. Yeah. Have a little roundtable for golf. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. So other things that we've been having going on, we've been having lots of fall practices uh, using our contact days, specifically for football and baseball. Here's much as possible getting people on the field as well as out on the diamond. You want to fill us in on how the, the football contact days went for the fall? Kind yeah. of awkward. Yeah, it's kind of, it is, it was, I mean, look, we were excited to be out there, don't get me wrong, but it is a little awkward and you realize you're, and I think we've talked about this in the past, right, you're prepping for a season that's five, essentially five months away, which football really you never do because your summer practice essentially leads into your fall season. I mean, you take a week, 10 days off right after summer camp, but as soon as that 10 days is off the calendar, you're rolling into your season. Here, we practiced for three weeks, and then we're taking five months off. So it's interesting. I mean, I think we got some stuff accomplished. I'm excited to see, again, the, the, what this team can do. We ended up last year, obviously, seven and three season, you know, basically, the best season Morton had, had in almost a decade, bring back a lot of guys. I mean, there's high anticipation going into the summer. Then we realize we're not playing until February. So made for some interesting times out there. But overall, I think it was productive, and we're going to start hitting the weight room in a couple weeks to get bigger and stronger. So if nothing else, had to wait till February, but might be some bigger, stronger guys out there playing. You know, that could be a great opportunity. As we talked about time and time again, we're going to have all these seasons stacked, and what's that going to lay out? You know, going to... Winter sports, spring sports, I mean, summer sports, all back to back to back. It's going to be a very interesting uh, start to 2021. Uh, we're just crossing our fingers that everything goes as planned and we get to actually go out and have fun. That's what we all this practice for. Like Coach said, everybody's going to be starting to hit the weight room, our brand new weight room, which maybe next time we should do an episode of that. I think we talked about it last we time. We did. Too. I think that might be, we're going to write it down this time, folks, if we remember to think so about So we'll get a stuff. little bit different background, but we'll get out there and get in with that. Uh, I know that girls tennis is also trying to get through all their season here, and they've had a couple ups and downs. Uh, led by Maggie Sullivan, the team is doing fairly well this year. Uh, just trying to battle through with a young team again. So it's a good thing, though. We have lots of youth building through our programs, and hopefully it continues. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, this is a very talented junior class across the board in Morton Athletics, almost every sport. So I think we're seeing some of that. And again, that's why we hope we get a chance as we get into these seasons coming up winter, spring, second spring. And I think they called it summer. I don't summer. know. Summer. Playing baseball in summer. Yeah. It's going to be, but it is. It's going to, like you said, stacked up sports. You never quite know. You know, there's going to be some kids that have literally are going to be four sport athletes this year, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's an awesome opportunity. So the other thing that happened since the last time we talked to you is the IHSA did extend a couple of our fall sports seasons yeah. to give us a sectional. You want to fill us in a little bit? Yeah, so one of the things that's kind of exciting is, especially if you're a golfer or a cross-country runner, that they do get a sectional. Now, still don't have a state tournament, but for our cross-country teams, which have both been having excellent seasons and probably, quite frankly, have state-level runners, they're at least going to get to move on, on to a sectional meet and show at least, I guess essentially they've showed that they would have at least qualified for state, right? I mean, they won't get to run at state and see where they finish up, but kind of nice to be able to say, hey, I am a state qualifier. And then really the same thing with golf. 
100%. And Tristan Sturham won the race last week, so that's a big positive for our cross-country team. And there's been some rumors floating out there that uh, Adam White at Running Central is going to try and put on his own state tournament. So we'll see how that flows. Always keeping our eye to that as another thing for our student athletes to go and pursue. So hopefully you can do that. The other thing that happened is some of our spring sports or summer sports got a little bit of an extended season. It's not going to go into your football season just a little bit. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. But we also got the game restriction move, which is going to help us out a lot. And I think that's the biggest one. I mean, the fact that the IHSA said that for spring sports, so for your, your girls' soccer, uh, softball, baseball, those sports, that you're not necessarily limited to the two, two contests a week or two game days a week. It was two game days. So for baseball and softball, it probably would have been three contests because one of them would have been a double header. But if you can play four or five games a week, yes, you're still only getting about a six-week six eight-week season, but that what was looking at like a 15-game season might end up being a 25-game season, so closer to the normal length of the season. Which is a huge positive, especially as a coach, to be able to get more people out there in the field and learn more and get people in the rhythm. You know, sometimes when we practice all the time, you get into that game day rhythm and that game day adrenaline, so that'll be a huge positive for us. Absolutely. And then I think the other thing is, I mean, and this is still kind of the, we've said a lot of positives, here's the one negative. What we're waiting on right now is to get that okay that medium risk sports can actually compete against other schools. Because right now they can scrimmage. So our basketball teams, we haven't mentioned about them, but basketball teams are doing their contact days and they're scrimmaging. Um, you'll go into the gym, you see them wearing masks and scrimmaging, but they're there and they're playing. But right now that's the limit of what they're allowed to do. So that request has been made. Um, there's all kinds of things going on behind the scenes, which I'm sure if you're watching this, you're probably pretty familiar with, uh, to say the least. But what we can do is we can hope. I mean, get the masks off and play some contests. Even if there's not fans there, uh, hopefully Coach Lindley and myself will figure out a way to get these games to you. I know that they'll be on MPTV, but even some of the lower class games, we might just set up a camera and, and live stream it through something just so that people can see uh, what's happening. Because like we've talked about, there's a lot of talent in the school. Uh, all the way through seventh grade, all the way through absolutely high school. So might as well show it out there. Plus, we like technology. Yeah, so it's fun. It's an opportunity to bring some sports to all of you, and maybe you know take Potter time sort of on the road, if oh, you will. That could be exciting. Uh, you know, we did get our first uh, ISA championship. That was a pretty fun game to call. Uh, obviously, Coach Lindy did a great job on the mic there calling that. So maybe we'll play a little bit of clips here at the end for you. Uh, Coach, anything to end up with? You know, once again, just we appreciate everybody tuning in. We're hoping to, in the next couple of weeks, like we said, give you some interesting stuff, including maybe a little rundown on that junior high season in depth. And then good luck to all of our athletes, like we said, this week and this weekend competing at Middle Illini Conference events. Yeah, good luck, guys. Thank you, and have a great day.